I'm KCT, and this is Going Up North. Welcome to Episode 2. Let's pick it right back up where we left off, discussing the past failures and successes and future plans of urban rabbit trees and food forests. They, um, their baby, so half of them are not those. But yeah, they like the gray ones. We've got two gray ones and then two tan ones, sort of. Um, the, the tan and the gray ones, their babies that are white will be kept and the others will be sold off um, because Verna that's the yarn lady she doesn't want the colored ones but I have a ton of friends who are into knitting right. who do so that'll get worked out um, the white ones will be like my idea is sort of to mimic the heifer project if you've ever heard of them it's like a um charity like an international oh, it's just the one where like you buy a cow and yeah feeds a family you buy the cow and it goes to them and then like they raise it and whatever part of the rules for that is that you have to give give three offspring of that animal away to neighbors so i want to sort of mirror that and like I don't want I don't think pyramid scheme is appropriate but like um, so maybe not like force the individuals to like figure out who to get in, involved with but like we whole own all these rabbits together and people approach all of us who are wanting to get in and then whoever's like breeding them at the time is like yo I don't know. We haven't worked out those details. There's only four rabbits. It'll take a few months. I still need to learn how to, like, I'm, I'm taking pretty good care of them, but they need extra care beyond what most rabbits do. Gotcha. Um, so. And you have to, like, shear them, or? Yeah. That's where I need a lot of practice. I tried shearing one right when we got one. And I nipped her a few times, and she's healed from that, but she is not in a hurry to get sheared again. So I think we're going to have to find clippers and buy them. And I'm going to talk to Verna about sharing some of the cost of those clippers, because it'll, in the end, it will make her more money, because I will be able to shear more wool better, which will make a better product. It'd be easier for me. I could do it faster. And right. So that's the idea. So you bought these rabbits, and now you're going to raise them and cut them and sell her the... The yarn. Or the wool. Right. There's another local person who does the dyeing and, the, and another person who does, like, actually spinning it as yarn into yarn, and then Verna sells it. It's called fairy hair. Hmm. But with... H-A-R-E like fairy and then hair like rabbit I didn't come up with the name dude eat my butt eat eat every every ounce of it you look hungry yeah, maybe a little bit yeah, maybe a little bit so you're gonna take what you learned this year and make your urban forest. I'm gonna keep improving upon it. Now I have a constant source of organic fertilizer. That's fair. 
and mulch. So my garden bed won't have weeds and be fertilized and um, all the outdoor plants will get a huge healthy dose of rabbit poop, poop and hay that they falls through their cage and wood chips that makes a really 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 nice like it's like fertilized mulch hmm. so that everything next to it just like explodes with life nice. and the trees that are planted underneath it get they can just hold tons of moisture and but it also breathes it's it's good Yeah, and I'm going to plant more things, hopefully, whatever I can, wherever I can. Um, I'm going to try and plant a lot of herbs this year, a lot of herbs and flowers. Are you doing that little pre-garden thing? We're friends with the people who started it, I guess. I didn't know that they were the ones who started it when I became friends with them. I just thought they were cool. But, uh, yeah, they've come, and, or at least one of them, uh, Megan Beardall, and she's come over and seen the rabbits and seen the food forest in the middle of the summer. And she was super on board with it. Um, and she's like, you guys should do a little free garden. And I'm like, I fucking love those. Those are great. And Allie's like, Nick, you know that Megan Beardall like started that. I'm like, what? No way. That's fucking rad. She's like, wow, you didn't know? I'm like, well, I, I'm sorry. She's like, no, that's fine. But you totally should have one. I'm like, I'm so on board with those. Just put like a raised bed out in your front yard or what? Yeah, I, I used, I could make it out of two pallets and a bunch of mostly rabbit manure, honestly, on underneath. Sure. And then I'd put nice garden dirt over top of that. And then I'd plant really hardy vegetables that I guess cilantro because that's that shit just just goes and goes and goes and people like it or seem to they either like it or hate it it's um, like a genetic taster gene now isn't it yeah um <clears throat> what else um cherry tomatoes because they have a nice constant stream of stuff that and they're pretty productive usually Gosh, I don't know. Bunch of other stuff. I liked, I would like, oh, kale. Kale's great because, like, you can keep harvesting it as it goes. Hmm. And it goes super long. Like, our kale is still green in our garden bed. It's, it's wild. That shit is absolutely unreal. It's a biennial plant. So, like, if it manages to survive the winter, it'll flower next year and seed. Hmm. But if we plant other one-year brassicas next to it there's a few like broccoli is a one-year brassica they're the broccoli and kale are the same species hmm. so if they flower at the same time their seeds will cross-pollinate and some of them will be something i don't have i don't think i've ever seen before <laughs> probably because it's like the fucking fucking kale with broccoli it sounds like the worst fucking tasting piece of fucking vegetable fucking mush get fucked I think it'd be good. In a cheesy chicken soup? 
I mean, you can put anything in a cheesy chicken fucking soup. And you Broccoli can... cheesy chicken soup is a is a, a Minnesota tradition. And if it was, oh, I think brocaly. Oh, no, there's brocaly. I think they call it, there's one called lollipop kale. That's a hybrid between uh, kale and Brussels sprouts. Interesting. They look fun. Like they're multicolored and like. The Brussels sprouts are all like frilly. They look like that crazy, like wild frilly cabbage. That sounds bizarre. It sounds like it would hold a lot of delicious sauce. Um, I've thought about having quail, like little secret quail, secret quail, and, and keep them in the garage with the rabbits, like up above. Uh, poop on the rabbits. No, I have a tiered. Yeah, poop on the rabbit. I have a tiered like apartment style system where everybody's poop is collected in a tray directly underneath where they like the mesh that they are on. Well, the listeners don't. Oh, okay, that's fair. You have a rabbit prison. I've seen it. They're just shitting it's all over each other. Not it's a awful. prison. It's more of a. Um, <laughs> in every sense of the word, it's a prison. <laughs> uh, it is not a prison because their needs are m taken care of, but then, like, also there's enrichment added. It is a farm. You cooing at them through the fucking windows of their fucking cages isn't fucking improving anything. They also get all sorts of treats. They also get toys. They get to... Uh, the fuck... Rabbit toys. Yeah. Uh, to this. Dog toys and cat toys. They enjoy. What toy does a rabbit need? They really enjoy throwing around little, like their little food bowl. Uh, but also, like, um, we've thrown in like apples and stuff. So it's like a, they eat the apple and like kick it around at the same time and like chase it around. <laughs> they don't have the same rabbit expressive. Butter faces as dogs and cats, but I have learned to speak a little bit of rabbit. They grunt. It's it's weird. They make like this weird like noise. It's like Yeah, it's weird. You see they're remaking Watership Down. Oh god no. Yeah. Why? They already did once. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a mini series on Netflix. Oh god no. Or maybe the BBC? Why? In black and Pike, 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 Pike. Oh, there's the little guy. You want to take him? I want to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, you brother. Get off the fucking rope. I got him. Did? Uh, 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 <laughs> oh, I build him. Get yours ready. Beaked him, huh? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Fuck. He got him just dropped it.
Good eater. Picture time. Oh shit, I'm out here. I'm gonna take a whiz. Do it. Do you want me? I'll go and sit on the far side. icing on that cake now but hell yeah so not only does my fucking spear work uh but my fucking decoy works just fine too it appears so dude oh yeah now the only thing that remains to be tested is the corn <laughs> the corn alone the corn alone up pretty high. I was playing with the decoy pretty high though. Here. There we go. A little bit of space. Oh. So, what shall we christen the name? I was going to say, now that you speared a fish with it, it definitely needs a name. <sighs> uh, I'm going to go with. Mm. What is a fish with a fish? Funny pointy bill. A heron? That's a bird, bro. Or, yeah. Is sorry. that what you meant, though? A, 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 bird? Fi- a bird that eats fish. A fish eating bird. Yeah, a heron. Heron. Uh, egret. The grebe. Grebe. <laughs> what are those ones? The coot. Out on the ocean that dive. Albatross? No, they're like on the planet Earth special. They're like fucking, they're like black and really Cormorants? Pointy. Loons? Loons. Looney tines? <laughs> Kingfisher, didn't you say Kingfisher comes to mind. I like those point. I like those fish. Mm. Birds. Fish birds. Mm, bird law. <laughs> Kingfisher. Yeah, I think that'll stick nicely. I think. I might burn the name into the handle. There you go. With like stencils. Are you gonna make it out of a coat hanger? And then just get the coat hanger super fucking hot. I just use a coat hanger for everything. Dude, you you definitely convinced me about the glories of the coat hanger. It's just a perfect chunk of wire. Well, like, that's what that's you said malleable. when I was talking about it. You were like, well, yeah, dude, it's just a piece of fucking wire, basically. It's like, ah, yes, it is. Yeah, it's whatever you want it to be. Nice. Well, I hope we see 10, 15 more of those things. Yeah, me too. I'm here to spear fish, not get a trophy. I'll let you take, like I said before, give me the littles. <laughs> you take the biggins. Is that fair? Yeah, that fine. way you get the trophy fish, because you're out here all the time. Yeah. I'm out here to get snacky poos for din dins. That is important to my wife and I. Right. We're super into that sustainable living stuff. Oh, damn. I went with an intentionally didn't go bigger than six inches for the uh, 
lure because I didn't, I figured bigger lures called in bigger fish and I'm after the small ones. <coughs> you know? Yeah. That's always, I, I think that, I think that, I think that, and then you have a fucking 10 inch fucking sucker minnow down there and the fish that big swims in and fucking hammers on it. And you're like, what are you thinking? You can't eat that. Yeah, they can. They'll bite on it and chew its face off and shit. Well, right, but there's really no fucking rhyme or reason to it, it seems. That's fine, then. This is just a really reasonable lure. Yeah, and it fucking works. I, th- I think this lure is like two bucks I paid for nice. it. I got like four different ones, and this is the biggest one out of the four. Hmm. And there was like ten bucks for all of them or something like that. It was ridiculous. Nice. And that chunk of plastic that makes its fins I just had in the garage and like cut it with big thick shears I had and then like shaved off the bits that were weird shaved off the weird bits shave off the weird bits the parts that were incongruent Mm. doesn't come up with the same like intensity that your decoy does either Mm. the fins like make him swoop in a right or her god I love watching the tail wiggle noise fun thank you again for getting me into this Absolutely, and for letting you be, me be your first of the year <laughs> yeah so how many times is too many times for me to come out with you oh I don't know I don't know like once every other week for the whole season is that too much no not at all I could be like a recurring guest like uh, I could be like Alec Baldwin to your Saturday Night Live. (laughs) I feel proud of that. That's good, dude. And the spear. Works. Both of them, in tandem. He was definitely coming for that little... Fly fish. The fly fish. Do you expect it to work that good? What, this thing? Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a big fucking useless piece of shit, not this fucking, like, aquatic glider thing of, like, ballerina-style beauty. I'm exaggerating, but it still flits around pretty good. Oh, yeah, it does. <clears throat> it looks like a fish who's not having a great day. I'm going back to play that zombie game I was playing last year again tonight. Nice. Are you still doing the, like, uh, after years? Yep. It's uh, We just ended the campaign that we were playing before with the hunting and fishing and tracking and all that. And now yeah. 
it's sort of I'm not running this campaign. Oh, really? I'm playing it now. Oh, wow, and dude. Jason is the game master and he has prefabbed us a whole ton of shit. He gave us like character backstories and like we have an underground bunker that our families have been sharing for the last 15 years. Okay. So we've grown up completely sheltered but like locked up in this little cage place with like exercise bike TV that has VHS tapes and like every episode of Full House on tape and that sounds like a hellscape uh, pull cord lights that like are on a timer so like when you pull down on it it's the power source because like it slowly goes up they're called gravity lights So, one of the parents uh, was trying to do something and got injured and got hurt and died. And the other parents, before he died, went out to go get supplies but haven't come back yet. And after he died, he came back as a zombie and bit the remaining parent who was still staying at the house or the in the bunker and uh, we're like but he wasn't bit was he he wasn't he wasn't bit and he wasn't so Jason is taking the game in a new direction for this campaign which is totally fine by me he's making it very Romero Mm. like where everybody who died came back as a zombie right Here's the thing, I was thinking about this. Okay, how about this? How do you think this would go down? It's you know, like a beer batter, kind of puffs up and gets like nice and crunchy. Yep. What would you think if I did that, but with little chunks of pickled fish? Deep fried pickled fish? But with like delicious. that beer batter, you know Beer I mean? batter yeah. and pickled fish? That sounds amazing. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I, mm, hear me out. Freeze the pickled fish after it's been pickled and then toss it in the batter so that it doesn't overcook the fish. It right. just heats it. And then well, I would almost rather it like, I was thinking about it and like, Luke, I don't want like really hot, right? Pickled, hot pickled fish seems weird. So if it stayed like, if the batter Tempura. Cooked, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like ice cold pickled fish and then like flash fried Crunchy. real quick. Yeah. Yeah, it's like fucking building in a cracker because most people eat it. I don't. I want to eat it on a Ritz cracker with maybe some cheese. But if you beer battered it, you kind of build the cracker. cracker right in. Yep. I would definitely go tempura if you're if you're not wanting it to be like a hot little nugget thing. Mm-hmm. That would be delicious. Tempura style, tempura fried pickled fish. Are you fucking kidding me. <laughs> Do the pickled onion rings too? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The tangy goes with the beer for sure. How's it going, John? Good. Good to see you, Nick. How the hell are we doing? Pretty good. That the only one you saw? Yeah. I wanted to, sh- I wanted right to show this to you oh, when you were here. Oh man, that's nice. 
I did the welding myself. I did the carving on this handle myself. Did you get to throw it? Is this I the did. One you this used? is the one oh, I used. Did you hit it perfect? No, I fucking <laughs> beaked it. Beaked <laughs> it right in the tip. And then Casey gave me his to try and pull it out better, and I uh, beaked it with that one too. So it's not the spear, it's just the aim. It is pretty. Should have brought my skate. That's why we can see so clearly down below. It's like watching a widescreen. Yeah, the little 19 inch or so. There was a sucker. I saw a weird sucker thing or something this morning, but it slammed through so fast I couldn't even. No, like, it was a thing. Yeah, was a little, little red horse or whatever. We did it. Managed to get a fish first time out, and the tradition passes on with the naming of the spear. Since recording, Doozer has acquired all he needs to run his own spearing outfit and has started teaching others, so that part is mission accomplished. Also, if you want to check up on all his rabbit adventures, cruise on over to Red River Valley Rabbitry on Facebook. As always, check us out on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, give us a like and a share, tell your friends. Thanks for listening. I'm KZT, and this is Going Up North. All right! <laughs>